Two guys talking about their babies and supporting their ladies. Talking about the struggle, talking about Big Papa. Hello out there to everyone living in this bizarre pandemic reality that we all currently inhabit. Who knows how long it'll go on. Uh, It's been a while since I spoke to you. Dan here, Big Papas, the podcast for modern dads. On the line today, I have a guest I'm really excited to talk to. Uh, She's a mother of two. Uh, Her son goes to daycare with Goldie, my daughter. That's how we know each other. And she, I I would not say this lightly, is a literal ray of sunshine Every time uh, that I see this woman, uh, you know, we catch up with her outside of daycare. We run into her somewhere else in the neighborhood, and uh, she's just awesome. Uh, And she just founded uh, a company called Foxy Roxy. It's a Toronto-based initiative connecting local talent with local need and shining light on passion projects while everyone is in this bizarre social distancing thing that we're all feeling out. Jessica Green. Jessica, thanks for being with me today. Thank you for having me. I need to bring you around with me and and have you just like announce me every time I walk in somewhere. That was great. Thank you. I'll enter a space before (laughs) you and I'll I'll hype you up. All right. I love that. Do you charge for that? (laughs) Well, we can. uh, We'll we'll sidebar this. We'll talk. I'll talk off 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 mic about that. Um, Okay. Perfect. We'll figure out a rate that works for both of us. But no kidding. uh, You know of of all the people that we we know in our community and you know the the other parents that we know um it, Zoe and I are always so uh, excited to see oh. you and your husband and you know our, our kids get along really well and uh yes, you know do. I, I I people who listen to the podcast I, I doubt that I've ever introduced someone else as a ray of sunshine so oh, um, that is so nice and and I love that absolutely genuine um anyways it's Thank it's you. nice to chat with you it's uh, it's it is such a weird surreal time that we're living in it um, is and I, and I have to say I was actually we were just looking through uh we were looking through pictures of of the kids from Noah's first day of school and and we were looking at pictures of him and Goldie together and it was very very sweet so um, well, I love your I love your little girl and I love you guys so Goldie, feeling is mutual absolutely Goldie Goldie definitely misses Noah and everyone else oh, they're so they're sweet. actually pretty similar kids you know they're they're really Same energy really energetic and really yeah. social and exuberant and yeah. I know on our end um, you know Goldie is really I think struggling not only because they're at an age where yeah. it's really hard to understand uh, you know yeah. and we're not even really describing necessarily things to her like on the mm-hmm. level where kind of being pretty vague about it um yeah. but i and, think but they get it like they they're yeah. feeling it oh well, you know for and, sure and and they're you know what i'm finding so incredible and interesting is you know they're both they're three years old right and they've, they've got this new vernacular that they're using right they they know they know physical distancing they know um hand sanitizer they know coronavirus right and uh that's that's actually been a lot of you know Noah's awareness of what's going on has played a huge role in um kind of inspiring a lot of the things that that I've been doing the last few weeks through Foxy Roxy and with with uh with other people who I've been collaborating with it's his awareness that's that's brought me to 
um, I guess, wanting to tap into this empathy that kids are able to develop and their understanding of it, right, which is, it has a lot to do with why I bring him around uh, picking up donations and dropping off uh, food packages and, uh, and also this Out For Me challenge, which I'm sure we'll get to uh, in this discussion. Yeah, well, l- let's get into it right now. You're, you've been sure. bringing donations from local companies and individuals to people in need. Mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell me all about it. Tell me what you've been doing yeah. and kind of how it's developed. Before it even became an Instagram profile, it was just a, a scavenger hunt that I was playing with uh, with Noah. So we were just, and this is this is the the, the backstory of of the name Foxy Roxy. So um, we've been chasing this imaginary fox. She has a rainbow tail around the city, <laughs> and and I always say that it was it's the way that I like you know there's there's a, you know we all have our parenting tricks right of things that we do to like mobilize our kids right. Um, and, uh, and, and for me to get Noah out of the house, I'll be like, okay, Noah, like Foxy's left a lot of clues today. Like we've got to get out. She's like leaving clues everywhere. There's like garbage up in that tree. It's pink. It means she's been here. Um, there's like a paint splatter over there. It means she's like spilled her ice cream. She's nearby. Um, and then one of my really good friends had, and her name's Lisa Sunshine, so she's part of the uh, the kindy duo Sunshine and Broccoli. She had this awesome idea to start leaving notes um, all over the place for with, with little Foxy Roxy clues and little stories about what was going on with the, um, with, with the pandemic and, and, and talking about physical distancing uh, from, you know, a more uh, entry level, perspective right so for parents to talk to their kids about it and um and then as more and more people started retreating into their homes that uh became a little uh less realistic i guess being able to leave these notes all over the place and and someone i think someone or something ripped them all down anyway so you know um wow that that, (laughs) right so i like to think that it was the wind or maybe it was the city um but who knows? Maybe someone just wasn't feeling the uh, the scavenger hunt. So that that's the backstory. And then uh, we got into this this Instagram profile. And I, I the the reason one of the the motivating factors behind it was that I was having these conversations with with friends and family members, and uh, you know, people who were some had been laid off, some were on reduced hours, some were still working full time, um, but. I would say 99% of people who I was uh, speaking with um, had these passion projects, right? And and they had this opportunity to, to to start diving into them, right? Because not not because they had all of this this luxury of time, but because people just needed, you know, or we all need at this point uh, a distraction, yeah. right? A diversion. So. So that was really how it started. So doing collaborations with educators and writers and artists and, and putting their their passions in front of, you know, ideally uh, a new audience. So an offshoot of that was this hunt for donations. That's that also because I think that it's critical that we all uh, as much as we can get get involved in uh, in helping other people out. So. That's the backstory. <laughs> yeah, and you've been you've been bringing like you you donated a thousand masks the other day to Mount Sinai yeah. Hospital. Yeah, 
hospital. So how did that come about? I mean, what, you know, I haven't been near a hospital since this has been happening. It it kind of feels, you know, risky. Like what, what was the experience like? Yeah, it was a war zone. So it was, yeah. So I ended up, so I've been posting, um, on the profile, you know, I try to alternate between, you know, calls for essentials, giveaways from a local business or artist, um, some advice from educational consultants. Um, and the one that I that I put up was this call for masks, right? Because there's a ton of, of do-gooders out there who are sewing away, making masks. So I put this call for masks up and a local apparel manufacturer uh, saw it and she's actually so I, I I know Kathy well Kathy Chang it's Redwood Classics Apparel so she came forward and offered a th- to manufacture a thousand masks and she's she's since manufactured she's probably done several thousands of masks for uh, she did um, Michael Guerin Hospital she's uh, and and then the one that we did was for sick kids so. I took it down. I took the the thousand masks down there for um, to donate on Friday. And 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 by the way, it's worth mentioning that between the time that I posted and the and the time that she had finished them was like a matter of days. Like it happened so quickly. Cool. Yeah, it was very cool. But it was it was it was really intense down there. I have never I have never seen anything like this in in my lifetime right it was it was police it was it was you know you think of the hospital it's it's crazy on on a good day right this was like people coming in people going out ambulances babies uh there were twins in an incubator being uh loaded into one ambulance as as, as um, an elderly man on a um, respirator was coming in like it was really it was really very intense going down there but they were uh they were so appreciative so that was you know that was definitely worth it yeah it's so so scary what's going on and i I mean at least for us we've Mm -hmm. been you know we've been pretty isolated and and incredibly cautious so um yeah it's great that you're you're putting yourself um you know you're putting yourself out there and yeah helping out and, and, and also just you know getting a bit more uh of an awareness of what it actually is like i don't know you know yeah. as far as yourself just when you are at home or or if our listeners are doing a lot of this i've been trying not to read too much about every little yeah. thing that's going on no. because it's enough to make you crazy oh, yeah. um but Absolutely. you know it, it, i think it's easy to not ignore but maybe to not really appreciate just how how real the toll is on people and, and what it's actually doing to our, you know, society and communities. Yeah. There were paramedics, there were orderlies, there were nurses, there were doctors, there were, uh, you know, there were people I, I was in shipping and receiving, you know, seeing all of these people um, firsthand in action was, you know, next level. It was mind blowing. Right. And, but I'm with you. I, I really have been of not avoiding the news, but I have been focusing more on the Foxy Roxy stuff because it's, I think it's a, it's a bit, it's a break from the news. I, we know that what is happening is it's, it's such a dark moment and we, and I, and I think being able to 
um, you know, bring some bring some positivity is is very important. But I think it's also important to to see firsthand uh, everybody in action and. You know, and and and, and uh, whenever I when I go out, it's always you know I'm masked and I'm uh, gloved when I'm doing these pickups and and deliveries, um, you know, to protect myself and to protect other people. For sure. So, yeah. Um, part of your work, you're you're one of the creators of the hashtag Out for Me challenge. Yeah. And that's part of Foxy Roxy. What can you tell me about that? Yeah. So. Um, Kids Collaborative, actually. So Danny Seligman, so the, the the women behind Kids Collaborative, they're educational consultants. So Danny Seligman and Steph Levy. So Danny approached, uh, or actually Danny and Steph approached Lisa Sunshine and me. Uh, so Sunshine of Sunshine and Broccoli to to raise awareness for frontline workers, right? So to to thank all of the people who are continuing to go outside the home, to work outside the home and who are, you know, who are, they are risking their lives so that we can be healthy and we can be comfortable and we can be fed and safe. So that officially launched last week. So yeah, it's the hashtag out for me. And so, um, it's doing a few things. It's saying thank you. Um, and as an, as an aside, I think that, um, just, just the simple act. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you would agree with this, but the simple act of saying thank you and saying it sincerely, I think, can mean just as much, if not more, than a lot of things, right? Um, and I can say that with firsthand experience from from past jobs with you know not so great managers that I've had, um, or even from doing stuff like this, right, with the donations and the fundraising. Like when I've picked up, um, when I've picked up stuff from people's homes people things that people have donated or dropped off at um at at places at homes at shelters um i've received so many notes just saying thank you so much thank you for what you're doing thank you for help and and that is um you know, I, I actually, and I, and I, like, this is no word of a lie. Like I get into my car and I just weep every time. Right. It means so much. So yeah. this, we're really like, we're hammering this, this out for me campaign so much because I actually think that these cards and videos, um, you know, even whether it's ours, you know, there's a lot of these campaigns going on right now. And I think the more, the better, right? Because it, it doesn't matter if it's our campaign or if it's someone else's campaign. I think that by doing this type of this type of challenge, because we all know there's you know there's a million challenges on uh, Instagram, but I think doing one like this, um, it really really means a lot, right? Just a, a, a simple, straight up thank you. Um, and and one of the uh, one of the big things, of course, goes back to. I think the empathy effect, right, with yeah. with kids in, and getting them involved in it, just just teaching them, you know, these these people, you know, the the postal worker who comes every single day. Do you notice that he or she is still coming every single day, and they're still d- delivering our mail? And, um, you know, there's they. I I think they get it. I think you know. I think kids like Noah and Goldie and, and the age that they're at. I really think that they they that they're watching and they're paying attention to this. So, you know, asking them to do these videos or these art projects, just saying, you know, dear, um, 
posted postal worker. Thank you for staying out for me. You know, I think they, I think they get it. That's great. I mean, you know, all praise to these frontline workers and, yeah. uh, you know, the essential workers, the people working in grocery stores and working in drugstores. Um, yeah. I was at the drugstore the other day, you know, picking up diapers and wipes and a few other things that we needed. And, you know, tensions are high. I mean, people, yes. you know, people don't know kind of how close to get in the aisles or up at the front where you're paying. And, you know, the guy doing the checkout, I'm just thinking like, man, I'm in this store for 10 minutes and yeah. I am stressed out just yeah. trying to get through this experience and this guy's here and he's interfacing with every single person that comes through yes. um you know and uh, you know i it feels it's insignificant crazy. in a way but maybe you know maybe what you're saying it it does help at least a little bit you know when we are at a grocery store we are at a drugstore you know i try to just say like hey thank you for being here and doing this and you know um it, it's dan it, i honestly think that it makes a world of difference. I hope it does. And I'm sure there a are people world. who are not treating them well, or at the very least who who aren't necessarily going out of their way to be appreciative. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And whether it's just, you know, it's out of... Um, it, 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 it could even be as a result of stress, right? Like, we're so in our heads right now. Oh, yeah. And we're, you know, all we're thinking is like, you know, don't even make eye contact. Just like... <laughs> eyes to the ground step right um you know keep a whatever the distance is and and move on right and and we don't realize that we're 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 we are interacting or not interacting with with other human beings who who are really risking their lives it's pretty amazing and definitely kind of frightening how quickly you can see kind of just socially aside from the physical separation just if you're out in the world you know people are a lot more freaked out by one another and i think at least from what i've witnessed i haven't seen anything you know totally crazy but just people are really on edge um yeah and it's it's definitely a scary time in a number of ways so aside from the foxy roxy that focus if you're talking more about just kind of in your household what what other coping mechanisms have you been leaning on? Have you found to be useful? Well, so we are, we're not, we're not following too much of a, too much of a schedule. You know, our schedule has become, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's funny because like you, the first week, everybody had like their calendar, their sticker (laughs) chart, their, um, you know, what, what activities they were doing online. Right. And I think that that was even more, I, I think we all came out of that first week feeling more burnt out than we had, you know, in our regular schedules, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, everyone's working full time, parenting full time, um, you know, being a partner full time, right? Like, I think what's being asked of parents right now is like a completely impossible feat in and of itself, just having, you know, to, to, to work full time and to parent, right? And we don't have school aged kids. Like, I can't imagine having to, um, to home educate right now. So, so to answer your question, we are, so, I mean, our, our days start at the same time as as always. Right. Um, and we're doing, we're doing a lot of outside, like a lot of time in our, in our backyard, in our alleyway, in areas where I find, um, there aren't a lot of people and that's been pretty, that's been pretty much it is, is, uh, is, is just not being too, 
hard on ourselves about um and I mean the situation is is challenging enough right like I think to put pressure on ourselves to do like the fine motor the gross motor the math and the reading like it's uh it's a lot so there's also you know there's a lot of tv and a a lot of snacks like I don't think we do (laughs) I, I think like breakfast and lunch um are pretty much replaced by like 12 to 14 snacks um like I'm literally I'm a snack sherpa like I don't know if you are but at at any given time I have like 600 granola bars in my coat pocket um (laughs) because obviously we're still wearing parkas and like 290 packs of gummies in my socks so that's like (laughs) snack sherpa uh, there's a hashtag for you right there (laughs) exactly Um. snack yeah. Snack Sherpa. Yeah, um, we're we're giving Goldie kind of yeah, if she feels like she wants to eat something. I mean, if it's 10 a.m. and she's asking for ice cream already, we might not we might not yeah. let her go there, but we're we're oh, kind of letting Dan, her have what she needs. And Dan, uh, yeah. ice cream ice cream isn't made in the winter, didn't you know that? <laughs> oh yeah, you're good. I remember we went to the we went to yeah. we met you guys at a playground <laughs> and you said to Noah when you wanted to go, "Oh, they're closing the playground." <laughs> And so now we're like, this is this is brilliant stuff. This is absolutely brilliant stuff. So this is like one of my other one of my other like dreams would be to have like to have some kind of feed of like lies I tell my toddler. <laughs> so like so the park closes at five. Um, no ice cream is made and or sold in the winter. Um, candy and all baked goods um, are for dogs. They are for dogs. So he Noah believes that dogs eat incredibly well in uh in our city or at least in the in 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 our neighborhood how do you Um, how do you envision the transition going from these uh these lies to uh to his realization of the truth reality (laughs) i don't know like i don't know when he will ever it will take it's gonna probably be a grandparent that destroys this right right it's gonna be a grandparent who goes into starbucks and buys him a cake pop and I think that that's what's gonna what's gonna bring my uh, my my little castle of beautiful lies down. Right. What yeah. um, what as a parent the last few weeks? What have you found to be the biggest challenge? Well, Noah does this like dinosaur screech constantly, which I mean, you know Noah well. <laughs> he's like he's very spirited. I know like the screech. Goldie. It's a great screech. Yes. <laughs> So that screech, you know, it's funny because it's like, it's, it's, when I think back to this, I'll be like, oh, the screech wasn't so bad, you know, when we're empty nesters and our house is quiet and all that. Um, but this screech is really, really starting to like get under our skin. No, it already got under our skin. It's starting to like remove and like peel away layers of our skin. It's got a real, Um, a real pterodactyl kind of vibe to it. Yeah. And there's also this, there's a new one that's like guttural as well. Um, yeah, so that's been, that's been, um, certainly a challenge and then also not seeing family. That's a, that's a big one. Right. And you know me, like I'm a hugger and I'm (laughs) finding, I'm finding going to people's homes because I am, I'm going to people's homes and either picking things up or, uh, dropping things off because I'm getting just slammed with requests from individuals who have seen posts, um, on various Facebook, um, uh, various Facebook pages and people are, are actually saying like, 
I've got a newborn. I've got a six-month-old. My husband's been laid off. I don't work. Um, we're struggling. So for me, going going house to house and picking things up from people and dropping things off for people and not hugging, because in both of those scenarios, I would hug. Um, that's been really tough. The yeah. physical, I'm finding the physical, like not being able to hug these people, not being able to hug my family. Uh, that's that's uh, That's a biggie. Yeah, for sure. I I was saying to Zoe today, you know, whenever it is that I first get to hug my mom or, you know, my dad or our friends or anyone who's not part of our household and, you know, kind of going back to what you're saying about about doing some some of this Foxy Roxy work and then getting back in your car and kind of having a bit of a breakdown. Like, there's so so much of that to this experience, too, you know, and when you get a moment to kind of reflect on it or maybe even in the middle of something, you know, I I do think... um, the first week, as you kind of mentioned with the scheduling and stuff, yeah. it, and especially when the word was, oh, this is, if you're going to be hunkering down for two or three weeks, right? Yeah. It was almost, yeah. you know, it was almost a bit of, oh, okay, well, we can, yeah. you know, we'll rise to this challenge. We'll, we'll weather this storm. I will and, master these yeah. two or three weeks. And then, yeah. but then it would kind of, in the second week, like we really, we really had some trouble. And I, I say yeah. this, you know, I want to acknowledge that, you know, I come to this discussion and the whole experience of going through this from a place of real privilege, right? Like we're, we've really got it a lot easier than a lot of people do. And, you know, even just to be able to go out and have the space in our front yard compared to someone who might be living like on a 20th floor apartment. And, you know, there, Mm -hmm. there's so much, um, grief and, and suffering and, and challenging times going, going on out there. And I, you know, I really don't want to make light of that by saying like, Oh, you know, we broke down. Down, thinking about the fact that Goldie isn't able to hug her grandparents or something like no. that. Um, but but we did no. go through that. And in the second yeah. week, we were really stressed out. And um, yeah. yeah, you know, having times where it was like, I got to cry for a couple of minutes and let yeah. myself feel these feelings and go through that emotional experience. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and it's... It's still, there's still so much changing, you know, there's still so much uh, every day or at least, you know, every week, every week feels like a month now, you know, and. Absolutely. um, We have no concept of time anymore. And I think that this is the, I think all of those feelings are the, I think that's the great uniting factor of this whole thing, right? I've never, I have never, I've never experienced the, the coming together of this, um, ever in my in my life yeah right i've never i've never experienced people just um desperate to help right and this is uh this is this is uh i think that and and i've said this a few times like i think that we i really believe now that that most people are wired to want to help and to want to do good right um you know, I think before all of this, I remember I, I always thought like what people say, let me know what I can do to help. Like, do they really mean it? And, and you know, because and, and I've and I've always I've always said it and, and, and I've always actually been, you know, when when something happens to somebody, you say that. And and I, I, I know that when I say it, I, I'm like desperate to help. Right. And yeah. I, I think that, and I think that now I think I can confidently say that people really do mean it. Right. They just need to be asked. So I think in all of this, if, if we can just be askers, you know, on behalf of the people who, um, who, who, who 
need need the help um i think that we can make uh i think we can make a big difference like even looking on these community boards on uh on facebook it's like people are posting i need milk and it's like 50 responses you need milk you got it done on your doorstep what's your address what else do you need right um and, and even with asking people for donations of essentials right like people who I've spoken to, it's like, what do you need? Take anything. I'll, you know, open up my cabinets. I don't have it. I'll order it on Amazon. I'll have it shipped to you. It'll be on your front porch. Like people, it's, it's, it's actually, it's astonishing. And it's, 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 it's huge. And I'm, I'm wrapping, wrapping my head around this. Um, It's been, uh, it's, it's been very eye opening in a, in a, in a good way, right? Because it's it is a very dark time. But I but again, I think that I think we're all we're all feeling this. Uh, we're all having these up and down moments. Um, but I agree with you. We're coming. We are coming at this from a from a very uh, privileged perspective. So that's why I think that you know doing what we can to to help uh, does make a big difference. Well, I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing, and uh, I'm glad that we're we're getting the chance to talk about it, and you know, at least kind of shine a light on it to whatever number of people are, are tuning in and, and listening to us right now. Uh, if yeah. people want to get involved, uh, as far as donating, or if people are in need and, mm-hmm. and uh, they they could use some help, uh, where can yes. they find you? How can they do that? So right now, it's exclusively on Instagram uh, through at. Boxy Roxy T O, and uh, and then also one thing I again I think that this the thank you part is is very uh, is very important and I would love 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 for people to to do the out for me challenge you know I keep saying like everybody I think by this point has dumped a bucket of ice on their head right so <laughs> we're not asking anybody to do that um, there's there's. Uh, it's it's literally just like anything a card thank you take a picture tagging out for me and it's out the number 4 me and uh and 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 uploading it to you know Facebook Twitter Instagram you know pick your pick your platform um and uh yeah and that's that's pretty much it Thank you for, for, for what you're doing. Thank you for taking the time to chat. If you're listening, uh, if you want to take a look at, uh, at what Jessica is up to with Foxy Roxy, or if you want to donate, or if you need any help, don't be afraid to reach out. It's at Foxy Roxy T.O. Uh, Jessica, I, I look forward to uh, you know speaking with you in person next time and not yes. over the phone and giving and you a hug. Hugging it out and yeah. crying all over each other. Yeah, and it's gonna be a D. It's gonna be like D Day. <laughs> hopefully, it's gonna be like D Day. Hopefully, sooner than later. Um, yeah. Really, really great chatting with you. And Thank you. to anyone out there listening, uh, you know, you're probably a parent, especially if you've made it this far in the episode. But whoever you might be, you know, these are such such scary, challenging times that we're living in. And uh, you know, just from Big Papas, I just want to send out a message of love and solidarity. Uh, and you know, as Jessica said. Uh, say it sincerely if there's anything that we can do feel free uh to let us know and and i do mean that and i hope that everyone's taking care of themselves and taking care of each other and uh, i'm not sure exactly when it'll be but you'll hear from us next time on another episode of big papa's jessica thanks so much thanks jim yeah.